On today's episode of Inside the Nest, the official podcast of Kennesaw State Athletics, it's all about turning a new page. Starting out this past weekend, men's basketball picked up its first conference win of the season, and we speak with the star of the weekend, Spencer Rogers, who led the Owls with 27 points in Saturday's victory. A new page for new seasons. Kennesaw State football is set to kick off the spring season in a little over a week, we speak with two-back Kyle Glover. First pitch for KSU baseball is coming up this weekend with a four-game series starting Friday afternoon against St. Louis. Outfielder Terrence Norman joins the podcast today. And last but not least, Pink Day and Senior Day this weekend for KSU women's basketball with senior Bree Hoover on the pod. Inside the Nest is brought to you by Fifth Third Bank, the official bank of Kennesaw State Athletics. This is fandom of Fifth Third Better. Visit 53.com for more information. I'm your host, Nolan Alexander. As always, be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're available on Apple, Spotify, Google, etc. Just search KSU Owls Podcasts. So let's get this started with men's basketball junior Spencer Rogers, who joins us here on Inside the Next. Spencer Rogers joins us on Inside the Nest today, talking about Kennesaw State's A-Sun victory at home over Stetson on Saturday, in which Rogers scored 27 points to lead all scorers in the game. And Spencer, it was highlighted by the fact you made five three-pointers, including at one point four straight three-pointers from the 15-50 mark to the 13-35 in the second half, which halted then a Stetson run. My question to you, this is not the first time this season that you've done something like this. When can you feel it that you're in a rhythm shooting the three ball? I mean, I definitely think like after you see that first one go in, I mean, you know, it goes in all net, you know, you start feeling pretty good about it. You know, you get the same footwork every shot and then it starts to feel like pretty easy. Were you surprised after maybe even the first one? I mean, you're, you're the top scorer. I'm, I think defenders should have a, a hand in your face at all times. But were you surprised of how open you were on some of those three pointers? Yeah, definitely. I was definitely surprised because it was even uh, like two possessions straight. It was the same exact play. And I did the same exact thing. I stopped behind and, you know, they still didn't adjust to it. But, hey, I don't I'll take it. They don't want to adjust to it. I'll take it. I can't remember if it was your third or your fourth straight three where you didn't even look after you shot. You turned around <laughs> and you looked at your bench. How quickly did you know that was going in? Right when it left my fingers, I, just, I knew it was good. And so I just turned around, looked at my teammates, you know, and that helped bring some more energy to the team. And it was a fun, it was a fun time. You also played a big part in sealing the game. Stetson made a great comeback, took a 23-point lead all the way down to six, but then you made your free throws at the end. How did you calm your mind with under a minute to go? We had struggled to make some free throws and knowing, hey, you missed these two. Who knows? It could be a one-possession ball game. How did you calm yourself down there? Oh, uh, I mean. When I'm at the line, I always try to think positive. I don't try to, you know, come to the line thinking about what happens if I miss, what happens if I do that. You know, I try to always speak to self like this. I'm going two for two or I'm going one for one. I always try to speak and make it too. I try to manifest and make, basically. Hmm. You've been one of the best free throw shooters this entire season for Kennesaw State, around 80%. How many free throws do you shoot in a given week? Um, In a given week, I'll probably say... Every time we do a student workout, I try to get some free throws in, maybe after practice or something like that. So it's kind of hard to put a number on it. I'll say maybe 100. I'm not sure. Wow. 
do you make roughly 80% of those? I really don't keep count because, you know, it's, it's spread out through the days, but I would say so. Okay. Yeah, it certainly makes sense with your stats. After the game, your team ran to the locker room. We saw Coach Amir afterward. He was soaking wet. He said one of the things that you do in the locker room is spray water. And y'all have had that water bottle in the huddle put there time after time. This time you got to take the water bottle and, and you had a, a spray party in the locker room. <laughs> is there- what, what was it like finally getting to do that? Uh, I mean, it was good. We were anxious. We've been waiting on it. It's been a, a long time coming, you know. We've talked about it, like, before. It's been most of the games. Now we talk about, you know, we getting that water today. Like, it's in the locker room. It was waiting on it. So, it felt good to finally, you know, open it up and, you know, enjoy enjoy when, like, we deserved, I feel like. Was there one person that started it, or did everyone do it at the same time? Uh, Right when Coach Mirror walked through that door in that locker room, it was on. It was water flying. It was It was fun. It was a good scene. Obviously, a win will do a lot for anyone's confidence, and I certainly hope for this team. What's it been like now here in the early part of the week, whether it's been practice, film, or communication amongst the team that that win Saturday started to do for you guys? I mean, that win, it showed us that, you know, we've been doing the right things, like as far as preparation and practice, but also just because we got one win, you know, we're not going to rest on our laurels. You know, we got to keep doing the things that we've done, you know, the whole year and, you know, just keep growing each each day basically well if there's any a time in a season for a team to peak now is certainly the best time right before conference tournament time starts in jacksonville at the beginning of march what do you think you would do for this team now that you got one win to start a winning streak and string some more together oh uh, yeah that would, it would be huge i mean you know if we just keep you know going hard every week going hard in practice you know it, it's going to be it, it can help us roll on roll on some wins. So I think we just keep on working and it'll, it'll be in our favor. Want to give any uh, shout outs to any teammates for their work either on Saturday or in practice leading up to the game that you think played a big part? I'm going to definitely shout out uh, my boy, Casey Jennings. Um, you know, the first game, he was like, it could have, you know, it could always been better. But I think that second game, you know, he came back and made some big plays for us, made some big shots. And I think that that confidence that he had that last game, we need that from him because when he does that, you know, he's a big-time player and he's a big-time helper for us. So definitely want to shout him out. Yeah, he made four three-pointers. That's a nice little competition y'all can have. Right, (laughs) Right. exactly. (laughs) Spencer, thanks for joining us on Inside the Nest. Congratulations on a victory and a great performance, and best of luck next weekend. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Get your favorite KSU apparel, name brand items, gifts, and more at the KSU Bookstore. Whether you're looking for an Adidas jersey, KSU sweatshirt, or a new hat, they've got you covered. Shop their in-stadium store on game days, visit them in the Student Center, or shop online today. Visit the KSU Bookstore online at ksustore.kennesaw.edu. Moving ahead on the podcast, we'll keep it with basketball. Jordan Griffith gives you a trip around the A-Sun for all the headlines in the conference here on Inside the Nest. What's going on, Owls fans? Jordan Griffith here with another trip around the A-Sun. Today, not as much news as in episodes past, but you know me. I'm going to find something. I'm going to dig it back up. So let's get right into it. First, looking at the men's conference. I said it in the last episode, and I feel like it's worth repeating. Bellarmine, 13-5 right now, 10-2 in the conference. And bad news for the A-Sun, 
their first two games in the conference were those two losses. They've won 10 consecutive conference games. Their first two games in Division I ASUN basketball were losses to Lipscomb, 77-72 and 65-58 at home. And they were in both of those games for a majority of the stretch. So they are playing outstanding right now. Four games away from winning the ASUN. Once again, coming from the Great Lakes Valley Conference to the ASUN, a very competitive basketball conference, all of a sudden they're leading the way. Everyone's looking up at the Bellarmine Knights right now. In terms of scheduling right now, you're starting to see teams even out the conference record. They're starting to at least play the same amount of games or roughly the same amount of games, which is the goal for the ASUN right now. You're moving, you're canceling games, everything above that and. These teams are finally starting to be able to get into a groove in this season, play some conference opponents, and get the same amount going into the postseason so that you can kind of be able to evaluate a little bit better going into the conference tournament. But again, these teams, the conference records are starting to even out just a little bit, and that's very encouraging. Now looking at the women's conference, this next topic hurts me internally. Uh, Florida Gulf Coast beats Kennesaw State. 104 to 60, and then follows it up that Sunday with an 83 to 38 win over Kennesaw State. Listen, no shame to Kennesaw State whatsoever. Florida Gulf Coast is just that good. That is the takeaway from this. Any team that has the capability to put up 100 points in a college basketball game, that is a special team. 104 to 60, truly great job at Florida Gulf Coast. One of the true premier women's basketball programs in the entire nation, not just the A Sun. So, Congratulations to them. They're going to be there in the end. They're going to be a problem for anybody in the NCAA tournament, given that they make it. Now, I might be getting too far ahead of myself here, but I need you guys to mark your calendars. March 5th and 6th, actually a Friday-Saturday series, Florida Gulf Coast plays Liberty. And this is in women's basketball. 14-5 Liberty versus the undefeated Florida Gulf Coast Eagles within the conference. 17-2 uh, overall record. 10-0 versus 10-2. Florida Gulf Coast at perfect. Liberty at 10-2. These are the two teams that are going to face off in the ASUN tournament. And they play each other for the last series of this season. What's better than that? Early March, these teams are going to play each other, go to the conference tournament, and more than likely, it's not determined, clearly, because there are a lot of good teams in this conference especially, but they're more than likely going to be on a collision course for that A-Sun tournament win. Let's see how this series plans out. Give us a preview for a possible A-Sun tournament matchup. Like I said, not a ton of news this time as we are winding down in the conference season, but mark your calendars for that one game, Liberty versus Florida Gulf Coast. Uh, in early March, but other than that, that is going to be it for a trip around the A-Sun. I am Jordan Griffith. Thank you so much for listening. Holy hand-rolled tortillas. Does Chewy's know Tex-Mex or what? We're making our fresh tortillas all day long. Perfect for wrapping up Chewy's famous Chicka Chicka Boom Boom enchiladas. Stuffed with house-roasted chicken, smothered in spicy, cheesy Boom Boom sauce. Better have a handshaking fresh limerita handy. Just saying. So gather up your friends because you can dine in at Chewy's or get it to go. We even have meal kits available for pickup or delivery at order.chewy's.com. Locations in Kennesaw and Perimeter. Find us at Chewies.com. See y'all at Chewies.
We'd like to take this time to thank our proud partner, Coca-Cola, for being the beverage choice of KSU Athletics events. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. Kennesaw State football is set to kick off February 27th against Shorter University. And Kyle Glover, who's set to start his senior season, joins us here on the pod. Let's get to know the running back more Kyle Glover on Inside the Nest. Welcome back to Inside the Nest. We're joined by senior Kyle Glover, who's ready to step up into the two-back role in a bigger role this year for Kennesaw State as the Owls open up the season February 27th against Shorter University at home. Kyle, that's coming up on uh, single digits. We're, we're approaching, I think, 11 days of the day of us recording. By the time it's out, it's going to be at 10 days. Is that music to your ears? Yeah, it is. Uh... I feel like uh, me and the guys been putting a lot of work in and we're just ready to get out there and play. In what ways do you think you have changed the most from where we were roughly a year ago at the start of spring practice, thinking everything was going to be normal, to where we are right now, 10 days from a season opener? Um, I definitely think the team as a whole has developed a stronger mindset when it comes to, you know, attacking different things. Um you know, it's been challenging times right now, you know, with COVID and all going on. I definitely think, you know, the team has embraced it. And for the most part, we've, you know, uh, made strides to becoming, you know, a great team. What's different for you this year? Are you, uh, have you put on more muscle? Or are you a little bit faster? Uh, I definitely think I've uh, gained a little bit of speed. I've tried to, you know, cut back a few pounds so I can, you know, focus on gaining speed. Because that was, that was one of the biggest things in our program is speed. So, yeah, for sure. Well, what are you weighing right now? I'm 215. 215, all right. And what did you have to do to try to cut back on a few pounds? Uh, I really just um, uh, pretty much just watched what I was eating, you know what I'm saying? Um, just was like had better eating habits pretty much. That, that's it. Well, it's, it always impresses me when our athletes are able to accomplish their goals of either losing weight or putting on weight, given the demands of being a student athlete. And uh, you don't have that much time. And sometimes it's easy to uh, sneak a cheat meal in there. But for you, it's in the rest of the team, it's been different this spring because you're going through the rigors of a typical camp while also being in class and at a different time of the year. How do you feel physically towards kind of the tail end of camp right now? Uh, I feel great. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think the coaches have done a great job taking care of us, you know, throughout the whole camp process. And, yeah, I think I think we um, are set to have a pretty great season coming up. Let's talk about your group, the, the B-backs, the two-backs in the offense. It's obviously one that lost Bronson Rex Steiner, who had one of the best seasons in KSU history. And now you're a known commodity, but there's also some younger guys in there. What role do you serve in trying to help their development? Um, really, I'm just trying to lead the best way I know how. Um, showing them, you know, what it takes to be a Kennesaw State out, you know, coming to work every day, you know, keeping, keeping your head down and just focusing on one task at a time. So, yeah, that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. So you're a lead by example guy, it sounds like? For sure. Who was a leader to you when you were younger in the program? Um, I would have to say my coach right now, Chandler Burks. He was a great leader when he was at quarterback. Um, he definitely got the, the best out of our teammates. And for sure, I would just say Chandler. 
So not only do y'all line up pretty close to the quarterbacks, but in general with how you meet and the way this offense works, that two-back, B-back slot is pretty close with the quarterbacks. And we've got a lot of talent at quarterback this year with Tommy and Jonathan. What's your relationship like with those two? Oh, we're really close. Um, you know, we're in the same meeting room, so we, we see and talk to each other every day. But, uh, yeah, those guys are great, great on and off the field. And uh, I think they're uh, ready to have a breakout year for sure. I think this year with the offense, last year it was not necessarily a, a rebuild, but a new page because we graduated the OGs. We didn't have really any starters back. This year it's completely different. Starters everywhere. You started some last year. You carried a lot for the offense. Do you feel like this offense is a step or two ahead of where it was going into the 2019 season? Um, I definitely think that's a fair statement to make. We're definitely ahead, but um, we still have a lot of work to do, and we still um, have to put some pieces together before we're, you know, where we want to be. How ready are you to hit someone that's not in a Kennesaw State jersey? I'm so ready. It's been so long, way too long. What are you going to do after you score your first touchdown? I'm going to go celebrate with my teammates. You know, um, uh, I can't do it without them. They're going to lead me into the end zone, so it's only right that I celebrate with them. Give us fans one player, or uh, you can do two or three players if it happens to be in a group, that you think is primed to have a breakout season on offense, defense, or special teams. Um, defense, I'll definitely have to go with Bryson Armstrong. He's an amazing athlete all around, and I definitely think he's going to step up and have a great year. Um for breakout, was, we already know about Bryson. I'm, I'm talking about a guy that maybe people aren't uh, is talking about as much. Oh, okay, okay. Um, let's see here on the offense. I would say um, Adolu Adelige. Okay, he's a great athlete. I definitely see him having a breakout year on offense. Um, let's see another guy. I would definitely say uh, Preston Daniels. He's a backup two back to me right now. But he's a, he's a great athlete as well, and I've definitely seen him stepping up and having a great year. And another guy on offense who's stepping up right now and having a, a big camp will be Oscar Gonzalez. I really like him at uh, wide receiver. I feel like he's going to be a nice piece to the offense. In what way is he having a big camp? Um, he's just, like, uh, attacking everything. His, his blocking, you know, he's um, competing with the guys, you know, going up to catch those balls, and just he's just all around having a pretty solid camp to me. Well, Kyle, thank you so much for joining us on Inside the Nest. I'm looking forward to seeing you back out there in the field. How excited are you going to be to see fans in the stands? Oh, so excited. I hope we can pack the bank for sure. All right, Kyle. Thanks for your time and good luck. Here's today's Wellstar Wellness Tip of the Podcast. To help prevent the spread of COVID-19, remember the three W's. Wear a mask, wash your hands, and watch your distance around others. Wellstar believes when we all work together to do our part, we can keep Georgia safe. For more safety information, visit wellstar.org. Another season is set to get underway. Kennesaw State baseball this weekend at home against St. Louis University. Senior Terrence Norman is back to man a corner outfield spot, and he speaks with Jordan Griffith about his decision to come back and the season ahead on Inside the Nest. Terrence, thanks so much for joining me here today. So you came back for your senior year. Obviously, last season was cut short. What made you come to that decision? Well, 
it was more of like a not if I'm going to come back, but how I'm going to come back. Um, with all the incoming freshmen coming in that they had already recruited, had already replaced, um, looking for, got, already had already gotten replacements for outfielders and all the seniors that were supposed to leave. That's what their last season. Um, but after like a week or two of talking back and forth with all my coaches and teammates, um, we all came into a decision that like, hey, like the coaches wanted me back and they wanted me to come back for my fifth year and try to help this team continue to win. So it's pretty much how it happened. It only took about a week, week and a half. So it went pretty well. Okay. So a pretty easy, easy decision on your part. Like you were kind of saying, absolutely. this is absolutely this is a pretty abnormal situation to where you have fifth year seniors coming back and you're not the only one. So what is kind of the locker room vibe early on of having all of these extra seniors? Absolutely. <laughs> Funny that you asked about locker room um, vibes, but we don't have a locker room <laughs> because they've chosen to close that because it can be like a real close inside and could COVID get past each other very easily. So okay. made a decision to close the locker room, which I think is pretty smart um, on the coach's part. But um, just being around the team, is just weird. Like I feel so old. I feel so old. Um, like these, like the freshmen, they were born and someone born like 2003. And I was, I'm just so confused by that. And, um, but everybody was welcoming to all the guys coming back. Um, and it's just been a blast. Like the team gets along very well. Um, all crack jokes, make fun of each other. And it's just great vibes all around. It, it you guys don't have a locker room. So well, what is, what do you guys kind of do? You, do you substitute that with anything or? Um, well, we pretty much have to come ready for practice. Um, okay. uh, for it's easy, a little bit easier for the kids that live on campus because they're they live like literally right across the street from the baseball field. But for guys that are off campus, like me, Garrett Hodges, and a couple other guys, um, it's a little tougher, but we'll make it work. We'll make it work. It's not too bad. How do you feel you've gotten better from last year? Because again, you weren't this wasn't a normal situation. So you kind of have to come back. You kind of have to refocus yourself to be a better player in your fifth year as a senior. Absolutely. Um, man, the feeling of like when everything got shut down last year and once I knew I was coming back, like it was just like very motivating. Um, cause I, it was such a long time of us like being in quarantine that, like, there's not much to do, but, like, say I want to work hard, like, getting up, working out, running, hitting as much as I can, even though everything's closed, just doing stuff that I can around the house. Um, but it was it was very easy for me to, to wake up each morning and try to get bigger, faster, stronger um, with all the time that we had on our hands through the quarantine. So um, I know a lot of other guys feel that way as well. So... It just it's just very easy. Okay. What is one game looking forward to this this upcoming season? What's the one game that you have circled on your calendar that you have to win? Um I don't know. Uh there's no games that I really feel like, like we have to win. Okay. Um obviously I think the, the biggest one everybody's looking forward to is February nineteenth in St. Louis, home opener, opening opening day. Um, that one is just what everybody's had circled for so long. Um, given the way that things ended last year, like we're just itching to play, man. 
um, having scrimmaged against each other for the last five or six months. I was ready to play somebody else, all come together and just play somebody else for one. So, man, we're ready. We're ready. Um, team looks good. But that's the one game that we have circled. Okay. I can tell you I'm I'm very excited for baseball startup as well, and I can tell that you are. For yes, every sir. season preview, I need personal goals and team goals. What are those goals for you? Um, personal goals wise, I can't say that I really have many this year. Um, normally, I feel like this year having the opportunity to come back, like I just want to win games. Like um, I just want to win games and do everything I can to help the team win the games. And that's kind of like the mantra we've accepted as a team is just to do all we can and each individual person to do what they can to help the team come together and win each game. Um, so I have, I have huge expectations for the team this year. Um, I don't see why we can't go out and win a conference championship and make it to the NCAA tournament. Um, this is the most talented team that I've been on at Kennesaw as a whole and probably the most close knit team I've been on at Kennesaw as a whole. So I think the sky's the limit for this team. And um, I think we can go as far as we want to. And last but not least, it's senior day this weekend, as well as pink day for Kennesaw State women's basketball. Pink day on Saturday, senior day on Sunday. Bree Hoover will be honored for the Owls. And Kaylee Mansell sits down with Bree to get her thoughts on the weekend ahead on Inside the Nest. Nation. I am Kaylee Mansell here with senior basketball player Bree Hoover. Bree, thank you for taking time out of your day to join me. I know your team is coming off of a loss from this past weekend. So what are some drills you guys have been running in practice to prepare for this weekend's games? We're just uh, looking to bounce back. Um, that's not what we wanted to happen. Um, but after that loss, we have learned what we need to work on and what we need to improve to be better for our uh, games moving forward. Um, as of now, we're just looking to kind of do drills that get us up and down the court. We're looking to get back in transition, match up with our defenders and stuff like that. What are the biggest improvements you think your team needs to make? We really need to work on our on-ball defense. Um, I think that's one of the biggest things, um, something we're also lacking right now. Our free throw percentage is kind of low, so we're really working to bring that up also. What are some personal adjustments that you have been making in practice? I'm looking to improve my shot selection. I'm not getting off the amount of shots I would like to be getting off, um, and I'm looking to take a higher amount of shots and a better shot selection overall. What spot on the court are you most confident at shooting? I would say the corners or the wings. The three-point shot. Basically the corners, though. Okay. What has the atmosphere been like at practice? I know the season's coming to an end, so what's the energy been like? I think the energy gets higher each practice. Um, people are doing things that we haven't seen them do before. We have more people talking and communicating now, and I think everybody's just getting more comfortable with each other since um, the season's coming to an end. We've been going for a while now, so I think everyone's finally starting to open up and figure out what we need to work on and the type of chemistry we need within our team. Since the season is coming to an end, at what point did you this season did you feel like your team 
was most connected? I would say we we have been working on our team chemistry uh, for a while now. Um, after the losses we took at Bellarmine, um, we started to come together more at practice. Um, we started to, like I said, communicate more, talk more, trying to get together more off the court to just build that type of chemistry that we need in order to win. I mean, obviously, we took the two losses this weekend. Um, it was a tough team to compete against, but I think over this past month um, is when our team chemistry has developed more than ever. At what moment this season were you most proud of yourself? I would say right before I hurt my foot. Um, that would have been about a month ago. Um, I've been in and out ever since. So it's kind of hard for me to get in the groove right now, but I would say probably before the North Florida games. Since you are a senior, what legacy do you ultimately want, not only yourself but your team to leave when you walk out of the Convocation Center for the final time? Um, I want people to remember me as leaving my all on the court after every game. Uh, I've never really been a big scorer. I do the little things. Um, I play defense. I hustle for loose balls. I get my teammates open. And I just want to remember, be remembered as a girl who brought her all and played with heart and hustle every game. I love that answer because I definitely think that role players are not hyped up enough. I understand that. But this concludes our interview. However, for the last part of my interviews, I always allow athletes the opportunity to shout out someone, something. Really, just it's your final words. Whatever you want the people to know, this is your time. Um. I would really just say, uh, everyone, please come out and support this upcoming weekend. Saturday, the 20th, is our pink game where we recognize all of the people who have fought against breast cancer and those we have lost due to that battle. Um, it's really special to us because of our coach, uh, Coach B. So please come out and show support. Like she said, Owl Nation, make sure to show up and show out this Saturday at 2 for the pink game. Thank you, Bree. Inside the Nest has been brought to you by Fifth Third Bank, the official bank of Kennesaw State Athletics. This is fandom of Fifth Third Better. Visit 53.com for more information. I'm Nolan Alexander. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Again, be sure if you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast, rate, like, and comment wherever you listen to it. For all the games coming up this weekend, to find out attendance policies, visit our website, ksuals.com, and click on the specific sport. For tickets, ksuals.com slash tickets for women's basketball and to get your seat for football kicking off next weekend. Until next time, go Owls!